Feeling better? Looking better. Making life better. It's Life Tips. Life Tips. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Life Tips. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Welcome your hosts, Byron White and Amanda Smith. Welcome to the show, everyone. Mandy, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Very excited to talk about green careers today with um, Marie Kurtman, who we'll be introducing in a few minutes, and you can do a more official introduction for her. But uh, green careers, fun. I know, and she's going to have a lot of cool stuff to talk to us about. Um, Jobs right now are nowhere to be found. So she's going to talk to us today about how to transition into green careers, maybe some green careers that you haven't even thought of that, that, you know, a lot of doors are opening for... um, for new jobs, new job opportunities out there. So it's this is certainly going to be a great show, um, very valuable for everybody listening. And uh, I also, before we jump right into it, I wanted to tell everybody that Life Tips has a really awesome Facebook group set up. So, you know, if you're listening in, if you want to, you know, keep on top of everything that Life Tips is working on, I would strongly encourage you to join the Facebook group. Right on. Any other shameless plugs we should have about Life Tips? <laughs> or will that Go cover the basis for now? <laughs> life Tips is number one. Uh, well, the, yeah, we're going we're gonna to really be excited to talk about, um, you know, this sort of concept of also turning your company into a green company and its thinking and its methodology and its vision. I, I really want to pick her brain about that and see if she can bring some light into how we can go green uh, with, with our own business. So we'll, we'll come at it from both the I need a gr- job and, and a green job to how do I t- make my company green um, to attract people that, are, that would be interested in that ecological, social, and economic sustainability uh, sort of model. So really cool stuff. Let's take a quick break, everybody, and back with the fabulous career consultant, Marie Kirkman, that's going to help us out, the founder of Green Careers, back in a flash. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Have a good weekend, Andy. Hey, Andy. Hey, Jim. Why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to Offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast, inexpensive, excellent, and on time. Offshoring.com. Jeez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com, how does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit TaxBrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. TaxBrain.com, America's online tax service. 
SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And now, back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back, everyone. We're here with the founder of Green Careers, Marie. Welcome. Thank you, Byron. I'm really happy to be here. You can thank Mandy, actually. <laughs> thank you, Mandy. <laughs> she's the one that's she's she's the she's the person that puts this all together. <laughs> well, you know, we've been dying to get someone on here to talk to us about Green Careers. I mean, I, I can't believe it's taken us this long to get someone on here. Well, good. There we are today. <laughs> right on. So. Maybe you could just dive in and tell us a little bit about your company and, and your role and goal and your mission. Great. So Green Careers is a consulting service uh, that focuses on supporting people in a transition to careers that support or promote sustainability in some way, economic, uh, social, and ecological sustainability. So what that means is that I work with people, most of my clients are mid-career business professionals who are tired of business as usual and are interested in turning their skills and experience toward something that will address some of the issues that we're facing um, related to global warming and climate change and fossil fuel depletion. So um, I work with them as a career coach and uh, help them figure out how to best translate their skills and interests into a green career and then coach them through the process of finding a job that fits. Wow. So you're actually looking for people that want to make a transition to a company and corporation rather than the company and corporation looking for people interested. Is that correct? That's correct. I work with people who are looking for work. I'm not working with the companies. Great. So can you tell us a little bit about a green career and what how green we're talking here? Well, a lot of um, business professionals are interested in learning. Uh, well, there's a lot of different ways they can go. One is that a green career, we should probably define what that is first. That would be helpful. Um, a green career is a, any kind of job that supports sustainability in some way. So they're the solutions to the problems we're facing. Um, beyond these challenges of the, the um, global warming issue, that we also need to redesign everything like products and processes and services and practices to be more sustainable and in balance with the natural world. So you've got everything from people working in various aspects of renewable energy, people working in um, transportation, moving it toward more hybrid and electric vehicles, looking at mass transit, getting people out of cars, looking at carpooling. Um, you've got people working on 
green building um, elements because the built environment is where we uh, use a lot of energy and water. So redesigning buildings um, and everything that goes in them to be more sustainable. Um, those are sort of the big ones right now. Marie, you you are also um, you're also on the staff of which college uh, regarding green MBAs? Yeah, we, I'm on the faculty of the Green MBA program at Dominican University in San Rafael, California. Mm-hmm. And what does a Green MBA entail? Well, um, it's really looking at how we need to change business to be more sustainable. Looking at um, looking at uh, teaching students to be change agents to move into the business world and be able to start. Um, analyzing how businesses need to operate in order to be more sustainable, more in balance with the natural world, less polluting, um, more equitable. So we teach the students courses like critical thinking for business redesign or systems approach to working with complexity. There are these kinds of interesting courses that really take a look at um, 360 degrees about how business affects the environment um, and what can, what can we do to redesign business so that it can um, direct its attention to moving us toward a more sustainable future instead of creating more problems. So what's the climate like out there with regards to green careers? Is it growing? How hard is it to find a job? How successful are you in placing your candidates in, in, green, in green careers? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm lucky because I live in Mill Valley, California, which is right outside San Francisco in the Bay Area here. And this is really ground zero for sustainability. The whole movement sort of started here and has been growing up here for the past however many, 10 years or so. Um, so there's a lot going on here. It's really the vanguard of sustainable business and um, green careers. So uh, this is the place to be um, in this climate, in particular, in this economic climate. Um, and we're seeing we're seeing growth. I mean, I have uh, my students are out looking for jobs, and um, we're finding that some of them will be interviewing in a company. Um, one of my students recently was interviewing in a multinational PR firm that has a whole green division. Um, and they were letting people go and simultaneously looking to hire other people. And this is what happens. Um, frequently there's a, there's a perception that uh, there are no jobs out there, and I think that's a really inaccurate perception because in all companies, and I think especially in green companies, there may be a slowdown and there may be people being laid off, but there are always people being hired at the same time, or almost always. There are places where that's not the case, but I I find that there's way too much emphasis on there are no jobs out there, and that isn't true. There are jobs, and um, while we're seeing a slowdown and while there are freezes in different places, even in companies where there is a freeze, from time to time they simply must replace someone. Someone leaves, someone um, gets sick, whatever, and they need to replace them. So it's never true that there's nothing happening. And I would say in the green space, I have the highest hopes that in the green space, even though things are, will slow down in an economic downturn in terms of the availability of investment capital, for example, um, uh, that the green careers are really the solution to the economic downturn. They're the direction we need to go. We need to build infrastructure and for the green economy. And I think Barack Obama is uh, on board with that agenda. So we are 
hopeful that um, if anything is going to get funded, these green jobs are going to be funded because of the, the direction we have to go to pull us out of um, the economic downturn. And these are also the, the same solutions are the solutions to the economic downturn, the solutions to, the, to mitigate the impacts of global warming, and they're the solution to the dwindling supply of fossil fuel. So we're lucky that the same solutions are really um, uh, across the board what we need to be doing. Um, so, so for that reason, I feel optimistic that green careers will fare better in uh, an economic downturn than um, careers that are not related to moving this agenda forward. So what are some of the hot green careers right now then? Well, of course, the ones that have the most traction are the ones that are related to mitigating the impact of climate change uh, because that's the biggest elephant on the block. Um, so so do, you that mean, has, do you mean wind power, solar power, careers that are involved in those industries? I do. I mean improving energy efficiency, number one, and then converting to renewable sources of energy like solar, wind, and biofuels. And then another whole element is conserving water. Water is the... New carbon. As I, I was in a conference the other day, and that was one of the titles of the of the panels: is, is water the new carbon? Because water is um, equally big an issue in terms of the need to conserve, filter, and store. Uh, given that we are maybe moving into serious drought times <clears throat> as a result of global warming, so water is a huge space that is really beginning to um, come into par with the whole focus on renewable energy and. Um, and then the third piece is local organic food production because we really need to um, look at getting our food locally because if we run out of fossil fuel and if the climate conditions make it difficult to grow in parts of the country, it will be best if we have decentralized our um, food growing. So that's another big sector. And out of that also comes the two areas that use a lot of energy and water uh, buildings, so there's a focus on green building design and transportation moving toward different kinds of vehicles and public transit and bicycles and scooters and whatnot. So these are the, these are the major sectors that have to do with mitigating climate change and reducing our dependence on fossil fuel and using less energy. But that's really the tip of the iceberg when it comes to green careers. Green careers is much broader than that because in order to be sustainable, we have to redesign virtually everything from the ground up, all of our products and services, in order to be sustainable. So there's a lot of work to be done in many other areas, like reuse and recycling, um, emergency preparedness, since we've got a lot of um, climate issues to deal with, um, and uh, a lot of product redesign, packaging redesign, different ways that we can stop uh, overusing natural resources, stop polluting, um, and um, reduce toxicity. So we've got we've got a big challenge. Um, we've got a big challenge, and uh, we need all hands on deck. From the employer perspective, how can I turn my company into a company that uh, that supports the green initiative, and maybe could? Make bold statements like we we have a green a green employment opportunity when you come to work at say Life Tips or Idea Launch. We're a green company. We believe in you know teaching you. I don't know. Is is it possible? 
Well, I think there's a couple of levels of um, becoming a green company. The simplest one is to take a look at all of the ways in which you're using water and energy, for example, and whether you're recycling, whether you, if, you have a, if you have a dining room, whether you're composting, and whether you're using local organic produce, whether you have employee um, telecommuting, um, whether you have, if you have cars in your business, part of the business, are they hybrid vehicles or vehicles that are using low fuel? Um, what's your packaging like? Is your packaging as, um, as um, lean as it can be and as recyclable as it can be? Um, are there, uh, is there toxicity in the cleaning products that are being used to clean your offices day in and day out so that the air quality is compromised? Um, are you paying a living wage to everybody that works in your office? I mean, these are the fundamental elements of having a green business. Um, beyond that, the other level of it is, is the product or service that you're offering inherently uh, sustainable? So, you know, I would say your program is all about educating about um, how to be green, and I'd say that's pretty green, that's pretty sustainable. <laughs> Um, so I think you have no problem in that category. But um, at this conference that I went to, for example, which I really want to recommend that people take a look at the website. It's quite an extraordinary um, bunch of data. It was called the State of Green Business um, 2009, and uh, it, was in Cal it was in San Francisco just uh, February 2nd. And they did a survey. It's the second year they've done this, and they're looking at um, businesses and whether they've improved or not improved uh, in, in, along certain variables, like the ones we were just talking about. Um, and there was a fellow there from uh, Frito-Lay who was talking about all of the wonderful things they're doing in terms of recycling water and, and whatnot. But you have to ask yourself, when the rubber meets the road, I mean, I have to ask myself anyway, I was thinking while he was talking, it's really great that they're doing all this, but when the rubber meets the road and uh, resources become scarce, do we really want to spend our precious resources on, um, on corn chips and soda and Pepsi-Cola and Frito-Lay? So there's a whole other level of questioning the sustainability of a product or service when you come at it from the angle of, is this worth spending uh, natural resources on if, in fact, they're going to become scarce? So that's a whole different level of um, uh, criteria that really no one's applying yet, but I think we may get to the point where we need to. So one of the, one of the futuristic things I could imagine someday is a conversation happening amongst friends where they're talking about, you know, are you, is your company green, you know? And if someone answers, no, actually, our owners really don't care much about that. We don't recycle. We don't do anything, blah, 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 blah. You know, but it, it, do you foresee something like that happening? I mean, is it, you know, much like Whole Foods has brought the whole local and organic, you know, distinction amongst the vegetable aisle, <laughs> you know, do you think we'll see a distinction of companies and corporations' commitment to the environment, and will, the, will there be a national ranking rating system for how green your business is and how you're helping environment, and, and will that turn into something more powerful than the Better Business Bureau, like the Better Green Bureau, you know, where you list all the ways you're saving? I mean, is any of this making any sense, or am I just pontificating once again? No, I think you're making sense, and I think we're already moving in that direction. Um, I mean, I know that a lot of students 
uh, want to know that the company that they work for, certainly the students in the Green MBA program, want to know that the company that they work for, they go to work for, has a real commitment, a serious commitment to sustainability and not just greenwashing. There is a lot of greenwashing going on, by which I mean, you know, you, you do a couple of little, you know, you recycle paper, but there's like major problems with the way you use energy or you're polluting or something. But you make it, you know, you do the littlest that you can, and then you advertise that a lot as though you're a green company. There's a lot of that going on. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, in this uh, in this so, conference that I just went to, where they were comparing company, or they were comparing um, how well companies are doing. There, one of the trends they said was that the whole green agenda is really taking hold in major companies and beginning in the, um, years ago it was just maybe the CEO who had this idea, but it wasn't really drilling down into the rank and file, but that now that's happening more and more. So um, uh, this report is um, available online, the State of Green Business 2009, um, com. I think it is. It's really interesting to see the trends, and um, so I think the answer to your question is that this is not a flash in the pan, and companies are not going to be able to get away with greenwashing. And most major companies and companies worth their salt recognize that moving in the green direction is not only what their customers want, but it really is the way to have competitive advantage because um, study after study have shown, has shown that if you move toward being more green as a company, it becomes more profitable. So there's bottom line reason to move in this direction. I mean, you you lower your energy costs at the very least, which is a very big issue. And reducing energy usage is a really critical thing that we have to do um, to mitigate the impacts of climate of uh, climate change and global warming. There's there's two, and I want to. Mandy, I'm sure has lots of questions, but the there's two things that are the heart of it to me. Right. First of all, is changing habit. Right. You know, as I sit in front of my desk right now, there's paper all over my desk, okay? I left my computer on last night, okay, by accident. Um, you know, these are, these are problems, right? Yeah. And, um, and it's habits. It's bad habits. And so how can a company and corporation change habits? The, the, the second loaded part of the question is certification. So... And reward. When I take all the paper over my desk, when I make all employees say no more paper, you know, we, we're, we're, we're a green company, you know, get rid of the printers, do everything electronically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what is the certification that will lend, then allow me to promote the fact that my company has made the transition and practices good habits? Mm-hmm. That doesn't exist right now, does it? It does here in California. Um, there are, uh, in the Bay Area, there's a green business certification, and um, you have to meet certain criteria, and someone comes to your office and reviews whether how, how you do on the checklist, and if you do well or if you need to improve some things and then you do, then you become certified, and then you become part of a directory of certified green businesses. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm sure that's just not happening here. Um, uh, and maybe if you look around even where you are, it's happening. You're just not aware of it. That's often the case, I find. Um, but uh, So that's the answer to the certification piece, and I think, that, um, I think that's a move in the right direction. As far as changing behavior, that's always the hardest thing, and um, uh, one of the ways around that is to find technologies that require no behavior change. For example, a low-flow toilet requires no behavior change except that you change out your toilet. And then you automatically save half the water that you were using before. 
So that's an ideal, simple, no-brainer solution to water savings. Um, so companies are coming up with um, full-scale um, systems, such building systems that you can install that regulate all of the electronic, uh, the electrical uses in the building. So it can automatically shut down computers. It can automatically turn off lights, or it can do it selectively. There's smart computers that figure out, you know, and they can tell, you know, who's wasting too much electricity. They can tell who's leaving their computer on at night. So uh, we're moving towards these kind of electronic um, uh, devices to help us figure out where are we losing water or energy and then correct it without having to um, have everybody change all their habits overnight or at least another way to uh, instill that idea, but still being, being able to um, achieve the saves without having everybody um, turn around. And my final question, and then Mandy's going to ask, uh, I'm sure, some some riveting questions for you. The, so I want to get back to the career concept. So what would you advise somebody, um, you know, that, that is trying desperately to get a job in, 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 in a green career? Do you have a punch list, a checklist of any short advice? Is it a lot of research, a lot of, you know, uh, you know, becoming extremely knowledgeable, you know, about the alternatives and the the opportunities out there? Do you have some clean, concise, concise tips for people looking for a job? I do. A green uh, job. I do, yes. Um, and you're right. You hit the nail on the head. The first step is to educate yourself. It's really critical that you get a sense of the big picture. And one suggestion I have for that is there's a book called The Eco Guide to Careers That Make a Difference. Um, that's the ECO Guide to Careers That Make a Difference, which is a survey of 18 different green career sectors so you can begin to get a big picture sense. There's also a good book called The Clean Tech Revolution, which gives a good overview of the clean tech space, which a lot of people are interested in, with names of companies to explore. Um, And then uh, I also recommend that people take a course. They might want to take an eco-literacy course or an environmental science course in their local college or community college um, or, or, or study sustainability or renewable energy, whatever aspect of the green space attracts you. Um, there are certificate programs and degree programs all over the place. And um, also, to attend green conferences and events like the Green Festival, which happens in Seattle, Denver, Chicago, D.C., and San Francisco, the Green Festival, um, because they have wonderful speakers. They have hundreds of booths of green businesses exhibiting, and it's a great way to begin to immerse yourself in, all right, who's doing what in this space so that you can discover what's most interesting to you and then you can choose a direction and bore down and start looking for companies in that area of interest um, and find something that would be a good match. Hey, Marie, I know you've got you've to dash pretty quickly, but um, how about some advice for students who are just about to graduate, um, you know, undergrad? Who, who might be scared of entering the job force, don't really know how everything's working. What are some good resources, some online resources that um, they, could, they could visit to get a sense of what jobs are out there immediately? Well, in the business space, there's greenbiz.com, which is a great, um, which is a great uh, portal for green business information. And another one is sustainablebusiness.com. Um, I would say they would be the two best to get educated in terms of the business world and green business. Great. 
That sounds fantastic. Byron, what do you, what do you think of this whole uh, green business aspect? Well, I think that I've got about 20 things deep on my list of things of what we need to do at our own company. <laughs> um, employee telecommunications, cars, hybrids, packaging, toxic, toxic cleaning material, yikes. So yeah. we've got our work cut out for us, but uh, you know, of course, we're committed to that. Um, you know, um, is it easier to get a job in the green, uh, a green career than it is a typical career these days? Are you? Are there openings? You know, is the is the green tech, you know, boom starting to happen? What's your quick take on that? Well, I would say that the probability is that it, well, it depends on the, what industry you're comparing it with. Um, but I would say that the green space is um, a good place to be looking because it's where there's probably going to be the most um, interest and investment, even though times are a little slower right now. But, you know, there are other industries that are doing well, too. It's not everything gloom and doom. So, um, but if you're interested in green, then I think there's good reason to think that you have a good shot. And again, the key to success is probably truly diving into the research aspect of a potential company you might want to work for, certainly before you go in for an interview and doing search. And wouldn't you agree that, that people are tending to hire, you know, green companies are tending to hire people that are fanatics about the environment? Would you agree with that? Well, I wouldn't go so far as fanatics, but they definitely want to know that you have a um, that uh, that you are committed to sustainability and that you have a strong values orientation in that direction. And it's important to communicate that when you speak with them or write to them. Right. Yeah. And I think apart from doing the research, the important thing, the most important thing to do is focus. Pick a direction to um, to focus on and. Figure out what your motivated skills are, the skills that you most enjoy using, and then look at how you can combine your skills and your interests and be able to communicate to people, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking to use my communication skills in the recycling space. If you can say what you're looking for that clearly, people can help you, and it really um, it makes you look good. It makes you look like you've done your homework and you know what you're looking for, and people that can do that find what they're looking for much more readily than people who are not clear and remain in a kind of um, confused state. Marie, who should get a hold of you, and how should people get a hold of you? Mm -hmm. um, well, my website is um, a little lengthy, geocities.com slash greencareers, but if you just Google my name, Marie Kirpin, K-E-R-P like Peter, A-N like Nancy, I come up uh, for green careers, or you can even just Google green careers, and I come up on the first page of Google. That's the easiest way. And anyone who is looking for uh, to make a change into a green career, I'm delighted to support you in that direction. And do you tend to work more locally, or do you have international clients? How big is That's your scope? Good question. Uh, national, actually. I, I work nationally. I have, um, I have a practice. Probably half of my practice is by phone all over the country, and the other half is here in the Bay Area. And as part of your role, are you trying to network with presidents and CEOs and hiring managers for green companies? I don't. I'm busy enough with the, with the, educate, with the education piece at the Green MBA and with, um, with my private practice that it's enough. My hands are full. <laughs> <laughs> great. Well, listen, it's been great having you on the show today. Thank you. My pleasure. 
Great. Well, thanks very much, everyone. Mandy, any closing words to to shed on this fabulous conversation with, with, that we had? You know, I think Marie really put me in my place. I was under the assumption that the job market was was really at rock bottom, but from what she was saying, I feel a lot better about you know the state of the economy, state of, of jobs out there. So there are jobs to be found, especially in industries that you may not have thought about, particularly in green industries. You don't have to have gone to school or received special certifications. You know, you can go out and and trans- transition your current job into something that may be greener or you know sort of open some new doorways to a job market that you didn't originally think about. Right on. Well said. And with that note, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Hope your life's a little bit smarter. Better. Faster. And greener. With a green career. Right on. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. 